It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Warrigal Auburn fans, welcome to Hitchcock Hecklers, your source for Auburn baseball news and discussion. Part of the E2C Network, a family of Auburn podcasts. I'm your host, Chandler Fullman, and I'm joined alongside with my co-host, Clint Richardson. Uh, how are you doing today, Clint? We got the broom out, Chandler. I think we're doing okay. Yes, sir. Sweep them up. Got the uh, opening weekend sweep over the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, this weekend, and just a all-around good week with a midweek uh, win for Auburn baseball, making Auburn baseball go four and zero on the week. And we are now eighteen and two overall. And it's just it's been a great week for Auburn baseball. It's been a great week for Auburn athletics. Yes, that that is true. Uh, sw- sweeping up the SEC basketball tournament, sweeping the baseball realm. And then softball also sweeping it up. Gymnastics getting a win last Friday night. I mean, Auburn athletics is is not doing half bad right now. That's that's keeping it lightly. Um, but you you know the fourth Newton's fourth law. Whenever something good is happening for Auburn athletics, something bad is surely to follow. Oh hush! Don't don't put that on us. Well, that is true. So, but. Let's get it started uh, reviewing this week's games. Um, first, on Tuesday, uh, we traveled down to South Alabama to Stanky Field. What a name. <laughs> um, and the Auburn Tigers defeated the South Alabama Jaguars 6-2, to two, uh, with Connor Davis being the only Tiger with multiple hits in the game. He came through with two hits. And pitching-wise, Garrett Wade got the start, and Garrett, Garrett Wade looked strong. Um, went five innings of two-hit baseball, one earned run, had eight strikeouts, had a little trouble with his control, um, gave up four, four walks. Um, but otherwise, he looked really good. Um, and then Kyle Gray came in and threw two innings, and then Elliot Anderson closed it out two innings. And Elliot uh, had – uh, Elliot had six strikeouts, so really strong outing from Elliot Anderson. Yeah, it's always nice to see the Auburn pitching staff get out there and, and put up double-digit strikeouts. And you know, we've had Tanner get 15 on himself. Um, Jack had 10 last weekend, and Auburn is just out there racking up strikeouts right now. Yes, I I totally agree. I mean. You can't say enough. I mean, Tanner Burns, Jack Owen, Elliot Anderson, uh, Garrett Wade. I mean, anybody you throw out there is doing a wonderful job. And let me tell you, come postseason time, the pitching is what will win ball games. So, so it is great to see that our pitching staff is is looking strong so far. 
Absolutely. And I think that we're going to have a lot of opportunities to talk about Auburn's pitching staff uh, as we talk about the rest of the weekend. Yes, definitely. So we'll uh, might as well move on to the weekend as Auburn uh, opened SEC play with the Tennessee Volunteers coming to town to Plainsman Park. And we uh, we had a good time with the Tennessee Volunteers in multiple sports this weekend. Um, I mean, basketball realm, lat, or over spring break, um, last Saturday, um, we beat the Tennessee Volunteers at Auburn Arena. Um, and then this weekend, we swept Tennessee in baseball. And then this Sunday, we whooped Tennessee in the SEC championship game. So Tennessee is just a a good opponent for Auburn, um, it seems like. Hey, if we could face them every single weekend in every single sport at this point, I would be happy to do so. And um, in just a couple of weeks, uh, the first weekend of April, Auburn softball will travel up to Knoxville. So hopefully the the rolling of Tennessee will continue on for the ladies. Yes, hopefully they can continue the trend. But on a, on the baseball side of things, um, they came in to Tennessee came into Plainsman Park with a fifteen and one record um, in non conference play. So very strong. They started out fifteen and zero, but they they lost their last non conference game. So they came in at fifteen and one. And let's just say on Sunday, they left 15-4 and four after three games at Plainsman Park. Sweep, it, sweep them up. What's the one rule about playing on the road in the SEC? Don't do get, get swept. That's and the worst thing you can do, especially as a top 25 team. And Tennessee came in here and just got hit by the buzzsaw. Auburn Friday and Saturday was just so much better. Sunday was a different story as those games tend to be and Tennessee really showed some life but it's there's just been too many mistakes in the field for Tennessee and they just couldn't manufacture the runs that Auburn's been able to and you know they're going to be a really good team this season and of course the SEC is just a really tough gauntlet this year but Tennessee is going to be a really, really good resume building win for Auburn. And to yes. have gone out and gotten three wins on the weekend, I mean, you yeah. just can't beat that right now. No, not at all. And so Friday, Tanner Burns got the start at, like normal. Um, and Tanner Burns looked normal. Um, and it's funny that we say normal at this point because what a season he's had. He went six and two thirds innings giving up four hits and he had nine strikeouts and one walk um, and no, no runs allowed. Um, just an incredible, another incredible outing uh, for, from Tanner Burns. Yeah. And unfortunately that outing just didn't uh, factor into a result for Tanner. He didn't get credited with the win or the loss. Um, Elliot Anderson came in and only pitched a third of an inning, but was credited with the win surprisingly. Yes. Um, Elliot Elliot got us through the end of that uh seventh inning with that one out that we needed and he got it and then coach Butch Thompson thought that 
it was it was such a close game. Um, I think at this point it was just a one to nothing or two to nothing game, and he thought that it would be a good idea to just go ahead and bring in um, what many think and what apparently Coach Thompson thinks is our strongest reliever in Cody Greenhill. And Cody Cody looked really solid. Um, Cody looked uh, beautiful and uh, finished out the game. Um, and got us the two to nothing win. But from the plate perspective, um, Connor Davis was the only Tiger with a multi-hit ball game, similar to the midweek game, um, where he was the only Auburn Tiger with a multi-hit game. Also, the Tennessee starter deserves credit um, for what he did. Um, their ace went seven and two-thirds innings, um, gave up seven hits, but only gave up two runs and had seven strikeouts. So anytime you go seven and two-thirds innings, I mean, you've had a pretty good outing. Yeah, I think that uh, Garrett Stallings was definitely their number one and was just a, a fantastic talent, and he was incredibly efficient. You know, like you said, he went seven and two-thirds. He finished the night with 97 pitches, whereas Tanner went six and two-thirds, a full inning less, and had 111 pitches. Yeah, I mean, so you can't say enough about um, Tennessee starter just keeping them in the game and giving them an opportunity to win. But thankfully for the Auburn Tigers, his offense did not help him at all. And um, Auburn was able to shut out Tennessee Friday night two to nothing. But moving on to Saturday, um, Jack Owen got the start and Auburn got the five to two victory. and Jack Owen had another great start, um, went four full innings, but unfortunately he left the game at the beginning of the fifth in, fifth inning um, with some form of injury. Um, I have not heard any word on the injury from Coach Thompson or any of the social media outlets. Um, I don't think you have either, have you, Clint? Um I think I read that um, it was like some some pain in the back of the shoulder or something like that, and it was just entirely precautionary at that point. Yeah, I mean, it looked, it appeared to be precautionary. But I mean, we were we were all kind of stunned when we saw him walking out. I don't remember what we were discussing in the stands, but all of a sudden, there's Jack walking off with two trainers lagging behind, and and it was. Yeah. We were, we were all kind of caught off guard by that. I want to mention somebody's Twitter account at AUPPL, the Plainsman parking lot. Um, he mentioned how you've got to give credit to Coach Thompson in this case because at this point it was still a very close ball game, um, either a, a tied ball game or we had a one-run one lead. And Coach Thompson – at the first sign of Jack Owen even mentioning that he's hurt, immediately pulls him out of the game and doesn't take an op- doesn't take a chance on p- potentially injuring him further and um, uh, potentially um, hurting his career, his future career. He wants to take care of his pitchers, and thankfully it ended up um, working out okay. And thank hopefully Jack is hopefully Jack's okay as well. Yeah, and I'm all for that and you know we've we've already lost davis daniel for this point half the season through 
you know, one inning and that's it. Who knows how much longer we're going to have to wait to get him back. Um, you know, you've, you've been trying to manage Tanner Burns on Friday night, not let him get overworked and, you know, fatigue is a real thing and we can't really afford to lose any of these arms. Auburn's really deep in the bullpen right now, but you know, we've, we've only got two fantastic starters at this point. And if Auburn were to lose any, it would be, it would be pretty tough going forward. Yes. Um, 100% agreed. And I hope Jack is okay and ready to go for this upcoming weekend um, at Mississippi state, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But anyways, Brooks Fuller came in in relief and looked very strong. He went three and two-thirds innings of two-hit baseball, had three strikeouts. And then Elliot Anderson came in and closed out the final inning in a third, and he looked strong as well. So, like, continued on um, from Tuesday night uh, or and Tuesday and Friday night, the entire pitching staff looks, looks deep and looks in control um, of the ball games. Um, so that's a very encouraging sign, but Judd Ward was the only tiger, uh, to have a multi-hit ball game on Saturday. So, um, big shout out to Judd Ward, my favorite player. Um, but, um, let's move on, move on to Sunday. Uh, Sunday was a very exciting game. Um, the Auburn Tigers won five to three. Uh, they trailed three to two in the bottom of the eighth inning and, we got two guys on. Um, we, they were on first and second, and Coach um, called for the double steal, got them on second and third, um, and then Edward Julian came to the plate, and the Canadian crusher did Canadian crusher things and came through clutch with a uh, base hit single to left field, um, scoring two runs and gave Auburn the four to three lead. And then they added on an insurance run to make it five to three. And we closed it out in the ninth inning. So an exciting win um, for the Auburn Tigers. I think probably by far the most exciting game on the weekend. Yeah, I would agree with that. We were uh, was having to listen to that one in the car. And it was just it was great listening to the commentators lose their mind when Jed Ward threw out yet another runner heading to home plate. And I mean, just Tennessee made so many mistakes this weekend. They had six total errors, three in game one alone. And, you know, the Sunday um, series finale, they left 11 runners on base. So, you know, Tennessee really struggled to strike when they were hot and Auburn defensively and pitching wise just kept Tennessee off the board. Yeah. Did I mention how Judd Ward is my favorite player? You did. Uh, I, I thought I, I thought I did, but um, anyways, Carson Skipper got the start on the mound. He went three innings, allowed two runs. Um, didn't look the best, but didn't look the worst as well. Also. Um, and then Ryan Watson, Peyton Glavin, Cody Greenhill, Richard Fitz and Kyle Gray came in in relief and Kyle Gray was credited with the win, but like I said, the the um, the game deciding factor was that Edward Julian base hit to left field, and it was just a it was beautiful to see, and that scored two runs. But also defense was key in this game, as Clint has already mentioned. Judd Ward's throw out at home plate, and um, a few, I think an inning or two earlier, Casey Howe made an incredible play 
in center field with a amazing catch that saved a run, maybe two runs. So just great outfield play from from the Auburn Tigers on in Sunday's game. And some young guys too. You know, yes. Judd, Judd's just a sophomore, but Kaysen Howell is a freshman, and he has not been playing like a freshman out in center field. He has ownership of that outfield, and it's been so much fun to watch him play this year. Yes, 100% agree. But um, the Tigers this week traveled to UAB um, Regions Field for a Tuesday night matchup in Birmingham. Uh, first pitch is set for 6.30, and the UAB Blazers come into the game at 10 and 10. Uh, they just got swept in their opening weekend of conference play, so they sit at 0-3 in, in conference. Um, really a game that Auburn um, really needs because last year um, and the years before, the Tigers have seemed to struggle in these midweek games, um, but they need to make the most of this one and uh, because UAB is struggling so far this season. Um, so they need to make the most of this opportunity. Yeah, and it's a shame that South Alabama isn't at the level that they have been previously. They don't have a top 10 MLB draft pick on the team anymore. And UAB has kind of fallen off as well. Like you said, 500 overall. They're, they've really struggled this year. They've already played a couple of uh, SEC teams. They fell in a midweek game at Mississippi State, um, fell at Alabama, also in a midweek, and then just a few weeks, at the beginning of the month of March, they had a weekend series at Ole Miss where they got swept. So, yeah. you know, for, for in-state, they've also played a couple of in-state teams. They beat Troy. They lost Alabama, like we mentioned. They beat Alabama State, and they also lost to Jacksonville State. So this is just kind of rounding out the, the state of Alabama tournament for, for UAB right now. That game at Regents Park Tuesday night is not critical. I mean, um, if you if you look at the schedule as a whole, it's not as critical as SEC games. But when you come into the in, come into late May and the the region host discussion comes up, that game may be critical for the to, if if we're wanting to become a reg, a regional host. Well, and these wow. games just a couple of years ago were the ones that kept. Auburn out of the NCAA baseball tournament period and now we're seeing them you know kind of be that ledge that Auburn hasn't crossed over yet to become a regional and potentially a super regional host so like you said these are very important wins not so much for conference record but you know there's more than just that at this point yes but then this next weekend the Auburn Tigers baseball team um, basketball is headed out to Salt Lake City. We wish them good luck in the first and second round of the NCAA tournament. Um, but the baseball team travels over to Starkville, Mississippi, to take on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, who sit at eighteen and two overall and two and one in conference play. Um, they just this past weekend took a big, big series win at Florida from the Florida Gators. Um, and I think I want to say that Mississippi state was ranked number five in the nation and Florida was ranked number seven in the nation. I think you're right on that. Um, headed into these games. And then I know 
Um, at least in one poll, I saw Mississippi State moved all the way up to number two in the nation. So this is a – it's not going to be an easy weekend no matter any way you look at it. No, and these are always the fun matchups. This is where Coach Thompson and his family used to be for many, many years, and you know that it's always important for, for them. Um, this, is, this is like walking into Death Valley and Baton Rouge or you know, any of these really, really tough football stadiums. You know that this is going to be a really hard place to play. The fans are going to get after you. The team's going to be fired up to play at home. Um, Mississippi State is one of the powerhouses in the SEC and and you know if Auburn can take two that's great but your goal right now is to do what Tennessee couldn't and not get swept yes um, but I think a, a, a good goal um, is to take at least one but as always the series win in the SEC they mean something so we'd like to get the series win um, but well, and you know, baseball isn't going to be the only team from Auburn in Starkville this weekend. Softball is also traveling out there. That's correct. Um, I think I'm going to be making the trip over there to Starkville, um, along with my friends Will and Wynn Newton. So, um, we should have a good time, and I'm looking forward to especially seeing the new Duty Noble Field, um, because they. Just last year, they made ton, a bunch of renovations on the field and added condos. Um, overlooking, Avoid those condos, Chandler. Overlooking left field. And I'm really looking forward to seeing those condos um, and seeing the new ballpark. And um, I'm really just looking forward to the trip. But from Mississippi State's perspective, they uh, bring in Ethan Small and JT Jen, um Pitching wise, both under have under a two ERA, um, have looked strong, very strong so far this season. And Mississippi State has great bullpen depth as well, with um, at least five or six pitchers um, with under a two ERA. Um, so, any way you look at it, it's going to be tough. Um, even if we get to one pitcher, just another one is going to come in and um, probably look pretty pretty good. So. It's going to be a tough weekend um, no matter what. But from the plate, Mississippi State has four guys that ha- are hitting over 300. Um, Elijah McNamee, Jake Magnum, Mag- excuse me, Jake Magnum, uh, Jordan Westberg, and Justin Foscue, um, all hitting over 300 from the plate from a batting average standpoint. So tough weekend um, coming up for the Auburn Tigers, but hopefully – we can get at least one and maybe even a series win. Uh, that's That would be just huge for this team to, to start off conference play with two yep. really big top 25 uh, series victories. Uh, I, I definitely agree. But um, coming looking at last weekend, um, I've got written on here, is this, do you think this is possibly the best Auburn sports weekend ever? I mean, it's hard to put that ever tag. I mean, you and I are not the oldest Auburn fans in the world, and we've we've been around a, a lot. But this is this is a lot of fun to to go out and and win all these games and be able to celebrate a championship at Tumors Corner and and welcome home a, a championship program. That I mean, those are 
those are just amazing opportunities and and one that Auburn doesn't really get all too often. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's up there. I, I don't know many Wait. other many other weekends on the top of my head that could top this one. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think, like you said, I, I think it's definitely up there. I I personally think it's probably number one or number two um, best weekends during my time in school and my time down here at Auburn. Um, but it's definitely up there, like you said. But um, Jack Owen injury-wise, um, we don't really know much right now, but we I really hope to see Jack back in the rotation uh, this weekend. Um, but hopefully we learn more, and um, hopefully it's not too serious. One subject that I would like to discuss, um, and I mentioned this last week, is – do you think Garrett Wade is should replace Carson Skipper for the third weekend guy? Do you think we're you to know, that point yet? I, I think we might be. Um, we saw Tennessee really get on Carson come Sunday, and he was you know, gave up three hits, two runs, only one of them earned, and and one unearned off of the walk. Um, only struck out one. He's he's not going to be a strikeout pitcher at this point. Um, and I think that it, it wouldn't be a bad idea to at least test it. And, you know, I don't, I think if come this upcoming Sunday that it's a, it's a rubber match and the series could go either way. I don't know if we'll see Auburn switch that up, just kind of stick to some comfort. But I think that there, there are a couple opportunities for Butch and this coaching staff to kind of test that out. And I, I don't think we'll see Carson Skipper in that, Sunday starting slot the entire season. Yeah. And uh, not a knock on him, just yeah. I think that there are a couple of other guys that could put in a, a better starting um, role than what Carson's been able to do so far. Yeah. Uh, do you think our lineup is pretty solid, or do you expect any changes this weekend from the lineup perspective? You know, I really do like how Auburn's been playing with this. You know, they'll switch out Connor Davis and Everett Lau at the the DH position. And, and I think it gives you a really good opportunity to, to kind of play matchups. If you, you know, with Connor as a right-handed hitter and Everett as a lefty, you know, you can, you can play the matchups with the starting pitchers and that's hopefully going to be a big advantage going forward. I think we're pretty much set otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. I think this team has been, this team does not play like they're as young as they are with, you know, one, two, three, four freshmen on the field. They, they play much older and experienced than, than just fresh out of the gate. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that will about do it for this time on Hitchcock Hecklers. Um, but before we leave, uh, Clint, let's tell people how they can connect with us. You can follow me on Twitter at ClintAU24, and you can check out my website, the Auburn Uniform Database, at auburnuniforms.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at CFullman30. Um, but that'll do it for this time on Hitchcock Hecklers. And until next time, War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. 
If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?